righty, there we go. It is episode 73 of the Aji's podcast brought to you by the Fudge Kitchen with myself, Jason Petitas, and there he is, Harry Mays. Harry, are you looking to escape in the middle of this podcast by Spider-Manning up a wall? <laughs> if I tried to do that, I can't imagine the amount of tendons or muscles that I would injure. I, you know, I, I don't have that kind of athleticism and I never did. <laughs> well, okay. apparently this Brazilian Danilo Calcavante has got it. Mm-hmm. Even a lockdown here in the Chester County area for many a day now, restricted movement. Yeah. How can they not find this guy? I mean, I haven't seen, I haven't really been keeping up with it, but the last I heard he was like, in Longwood Gardens area. Apparently like, there was a sighting yesterday um, of him picked up on what's called a trail cam. Right. And identified again in the Longwood Gardens area. Well, what do they have? Like Barney Fife going to look for him? I mean, send the fucking state police in there and let's go. They have the state police in there. They've, well, they, how do they not they, find him? There is This guy's only five foot tall, first of all. Right. <laughs> he's got no, he's evidently got no outside help or he'd no, be out of there. Yeah, he, right? he wouldn't be still within that area. Right. But this guy, um, people do want to understand, too, like this area of Chester County, where he is, mm-hmm. is heavily wooded. Okay, and, it's dense. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you can't just fly a chopper over. And it's the time of year where we haven't shed the leaves yet. You can't see right. into the woods. It's canopy. Uh, but this guy, I mean, think about what this guy's been through over the last week. Well, he's got to eat, right? Well, the heat wave. Right. I mean, it's been hot as balls out. I know. And humid. Where is he getting water? Where is he getting food? Right. There's a lot of things to consider here. Did you see how he got out of the Chester County prison, Harry? I didn't see the video, but a a guy, a buddy of mine described it to me like a Spider-Man type of thing. He didn't see it. No, I didn't see it. But apparently somebody uh, escaped in a similar fashion from the same facility not long ago. Yes. And uh, their their solution to the problem was to add razor barbed wire to this rooftop, which this uh, Danilo Calcavante managed to shimmy his way through. Yeah, so I guess his, there was an there was an opening in the razor wire, right? Like a kind of a gap. I don't think so. I think he just kind of shimmied his way. The dude's tiny; oh, really? he's like five foot, one hundred and twenty pounds. But, uh, but he's a vicious he, fucking murderer. Yeah, he killed people. He killed his what a girlfriend maybe, and Stabbed somebody thirty eight times in front of her kids. Oh my god. And he was wanted in Brazil for a murder there, too, before he right. got into the country, for Christ's sake. So here he is at the uh, Chester County Prison. I mean, that guy sounds like he's p- a perfect guy to walk the streets of New York City right now in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, just so be he walking he's free. Around. He's back there by the door, Harry. Yeah. Now watch this move. Leans into the wall. How about I just walk the wall? Wow. And then somehow when you get to the top, you got to pull yourself over, I guess. Right. But there he is. That's how he escapes. Wow. And that other guy must have been in on it. He was on lookout. Well, it looks that way, but that's actually apparently a basketball court right there. And he's getting ready to jump back into the game. Oh, really? Into the the three-on-three tournament. It's it's funny because as soon as this guy disappears from view, so does the other guy. Yeah. But he's apparently he's jumping back into the basketball game because a lot of people did make that suggestion. A lot of people lauding this guy going, well, if he was – Good enough to escape, you should let him go. But the dude's a, a hardened criminal, for Christ's sake. Who thinks we should just let him go? Yeah, you know social media, these people. That, that's yeah. the social media. Thing. Okay. I, I want that guy to break into one of those people's houses to go get some food today. And yeah. then we'll see what they say about it. Yeah. <laughs> Joey P goes, Spider-Man, 
That's what Harry looked like on a Friday from the office early to play 18. <laughs> you shimmy it out of yeah, out right. Ian's office after a post-show Friday meeting. Oh. <laughs> you have got to get faster. <laughs> oh, that oh, is classic. Funny. Oh, but man. Now, this guy, they've got roads closed down everywhere, Harry. And this weekend, yeah. you've got one of the big, big festivals of our area, which is oh, Kennet. The mushroom festivals. This oh. what yeah. goes what goes on at a mushroom festival? What do they do? They shovel shit. Well, it probably smells like that. Because yeah. <laughs> anybody who knows who's driven through the Kennet area, oh, on yeah. a particularly pungent day. Yeah, well, that, it's they not that, the greatest that, smelling. It's like that up in Berks County too, over by a neighborhood, a town named Temple. In Berks yeah. County, there's a bunch of uh, mushroom farms and stuff up there, and it smells to high heaven. Yeah, the mushrooms grow in oh. shit. Yes. <laughs> and it reeks, but yeah, the mushroom, fe- it's just a festival, you know, like the restaurant festival in Westchester. Okay. But I don't think this guy's going to be going to get online to get, uh, you know, a kebab on a stick. Well, there'd be a lot of food trucks out there, I'd imagine, right? Yeah. He might go stock up. Yeah, you never know. But this guy's been on the loose now for nine days. Wow. And causing all kinds of issues out here with the schools, everything. So. Well, right. The schools just opened. And yep. uh, didn't he break into somebody's house and, like, t- had turned the lights on or something while the people were in the house? Yeah, the guy flicked his lights, and then he flicked the lights back at him. Right. He's probably in there, to, you know, to get some supplies. Get some and then they called the food. cops, right? And then he was gone. He was gone. Yeah. They've been wow. stopping trains right down here along uh, Creek Road. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's all, you know, seven minutes from my house. Wow. Where else is happening? That's that close to you? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's right down 926, Harry. Mm. 926 and 52 is like the heart between there and like Route 1 is kind of oh, the, boy. where Longwood is. Yeah. It's kind of the heart of the action here. But it is pretty dense. And there is some water there as well with the. You know, the Brandywine Bennett's run of the Brandywine River. So um, we'll see you if think they that, catch this dude. You think that's where he's bathing himself? Is if, if he bathes at all, is in the Brandywine Creek? I'm sure. Well, you go in there, too. The scent dogs can lose you when you go in the yeah, water. Sure. Yeah, that's like I that. watched Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. I think they did that. He went into the creek. Yeah. That's a, good, that's a great good. That's a great movie. Oh, fantastic. Uh, just a phenomenal movie. It's one of the best, as a matter of fact. <laughs> So uh, we'll see if they get this brick, but it's uh, a lot of people would like to get them before uh, kickoff on Sunday. Harry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You've got football season. Well, see, that, you know, if he survives out there in the wild till Sunday, that might be a great time for him to 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 make a move because everybody in the Delaware Valley is going to be distracted watching the Eagles and the Patriots. Yeah, that'd be a good time for him to pierce the uh the perimeter as they say yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i i've been saying to my wife i said they need to get uh the u.s marshal gerard out here tommy lee jones from the fugitive <laughs> <laughs> i didn't do it i don't care <laughs> <laughs> that's another great movie oh fantastic yeah they don't so, make great movies anymore no not no. that i've seen no certainly so did you watch the game last night I did, and I fell asleep in the second half. Uh, I had the under, under 53 last night. So that was a winner. I woke up and realized it was 21-20, the final. 
and nice. uh, Detroit had pulled off the win. You know, KC, Detroit had to win that game. KC was playing without their best offensive player other than Mahomes and Kelsey, and then their best defensive player is sitting out possibly till week eight in a contract dispute. So you're down those two. Uh, you know, there's a lot of hype coming coming in on Detroit. A lot of people, a lot of expectations now. They got a bunch of, you know, weapons. They, they got a pretty good team. They got a great defensive end pass rusher uh, that they drafted a year or two ago. So they, they got some talent. And a lot of people think they may win that division or at least get, get a wild card. There's a big, I think, week 16 game that figures to play into uh, the playoff picture when Detroit takes on Dallas in week 16. I was looking ahead at the schedule for uh, Colin Thompson wanted me to pick out some key games in the year. And that one, that one jumped off the page at me. That's that'll probably be for a wild card spot. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, you got some good games this weekend coming up. Obviously, you know, 49ers are in, opening up in Pittsburgh this weekend. Mm-hmm. Maybe an improved Steeler team. We'll see. Um, that division the Steelers are in, the, that AFC division is brutal. I mean, yeah, it's good. so tough. <laughs> well, you know, we'll see what Deshaun Watson has in, you know, his yeah. first full year with the Cleveland Browns. But, you know, a lot of will de- depend on that. But the other three teams, I mean, there's a lot of people think that uh, Lamar Jackson will win the MVP this year. Yeah. You know, and then you got, like you said, Pittsburgh. And then, of course, you get Joe Burrow. If he's healthy, I know he, he dinged himself early in preseason, and I don't know what his status is for Sunday. Uh, but I mean, that guy, when he's on the field, I mean, that, that team is, they're electric. They haven't, they have another week 16 battle against the Kansas city chiefs that who knows could determine home field, you know, th- in the playoffs. Wow. How yeah. you got this whole thing scripted out? I mean, you're already on week 16. Hey, this is what already. I do. Okay. This is what I do. <laughs> I had week one of college last weekend and Deion Sanders shocked the world. Yeah. Yeah, and then tried to make it into a racist argument after after the uh, after the game, which I didn't understand. Which you wasn't know. a shock to the world. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not threatened by his success. I, I love it. I think it's great for college football. Yeah, He's I mean, always that, Colorado used to be a brand back in like the early '90s. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they won a national championship. I think they might have had a share it. That was back when they had those split national championships, and I think Brigham Young and was it Brigham was Young and quarterback that played in Colorado? What was his name? Uh, Stewart, Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart, yeah. Yeah, and Eric Bieniemy, of course, now with mm-hmm. uh, the Washington Commanders as their OC, was a big star for Colorado. That was back when McCartney, I think is was his name. Bill McCartney? Is, am I okay. getting that right? Uh, Joey B would know because he's Mr. Colorado. But I think that was who uh, coached that team. And they were good every year, man. Yeah. They just put guys in the pros. And then all of a sudden, the, you know, the program goes into the into the toilet, and then they switched conferences to the Pac-12, which didn't help anything. Now they're back out of the Pac-12, which doesn't even exist anymore. Notice how that a whole conference disappeared Oof. in like three days. Yeah, he said yes, McCartney, not Paul yeah. McCartney. McCartney, <laughs> he's touring again. I know. He's. I mean, he's how old is he? Years old. Eighty-two. He's like eighty-two, something like that. Yeah. Wow. And he's and he's touring. He still looks good though for his. Age, I know. For his sake. I know it's kind of like Dick Clark. Yeah. Like his, his look never changed. 81? 81 years of age. He just wow. turned 81 June 18th. Well, now, truth be told, I, what Sinatra might have died at 88. I saw Sinatra when he was around 80, and he was fantastic. 
Is that right? Yes. Every bit the showman. The voice was tremendous. Uh, you know, and I sat in second row so I could see him standing right in front of me and he looked good. He's drinking his freaking bourbon. Oh, it was awesome. He was like 80. Well, what, what's his name? Um, just died and he was still performing Tony Bennett, Tony Bennett. Yeah. uh, Upwards of mid nineties. Right. And of course we lost Jimmy Buffett Mm -hmm. in the last uh, couple of days. I think, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know that, see that coming. No, but I, apparently his health had deteriorated. I, I don't know if there, there was some form of cancer. I don't know. But uh, he passed in his sleep. Uh, we can yeah. only be so lucky. Uh, hopefully that happens to yours yeah. truly. His uh, the favorite son, of course, of the Keys. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's Key many West. homes. There's many homes for him. New Orleans. You yep. know, uh, like you said, the Keys and any, any place. Margaritaville is a state of mind. And it can exist anywhere. Okay. Okay. And Were you and the a big other... uh, Buffett guy, huh? Oh, I was. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I I've got about I don't know fifteen of his CDs. Is that right? But, so you were yeah. a parrothead. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. I guess if you go to the concerts in the nineties and two thousands, you were considered a parrothead. But I liked his stuff way back, even before Margaritaville. Like his first couple of albums are tremendous. Um, mm-hmm. but that guy created a lifestyle. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about what he did. He he had a song in the mid 70s that became a hit and through that created a lifestyle and a cult, a subculture. Out of the land. Yeah, Yeah. it became his brand. Yeah. And he made bazillions on it. There's a few bands or performers that have done that. Obviously, the Grateful Dead are a band that have done that. Fish has yeah. kind of followed in that footsteps to some degree. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett's done that. Bruce Springsteen's done that. Yeah. Although he's... Uh, Although now he's canceling shows. Yeah. Left and right. Uh, is, is, he, is he not well? I think there's something going on with him. I'm not sure exactly what it is, though. Mm. All right, Joey B., I knew he'd have the answer. Colorado and Georgia Tech shared the national championship in, I don't know, 1991 or something sometime back then but it was georgia tech georgia tech yeah uh, who was on that georgia tech team i'm trying to remember Boy, that i don't know wow yeah 94 was nebraska and penn state was undefeated beat oregon in the rose bowl yeah prior to i think it was 90 maybe 92 when colorado and georgia around that at around that time yeah i and said 91 91 yeah, right around somewhere, that time somewhere around there wow yeah that's, that's impressive good work by joey b um, what other games are you looking forward to on the card this week? That you got the Cowboys and Giants on Sunday night, Harry. You yeah, is looking at that game. I'm is sure. that Sunday night or Monday night? That's Sunday night. That's the tenth. Oh, okay. On Monday night. All right. Now you just said Monday night. No, Sunday night. I mean, yeah. The tenth <laughs> is Sunday. The eleventh is the Bills Jets. Oh, Bills Jets. All right. We'll now that one, Rogers. I'm very looking forward to that one. Yeah. Because of all the hype, obviously, with the Jets, Aaron Rodgers, and the Bills. The Bill, you know, the Bills are these team that have been kind of knocking on the door the last two, three years. Yeah. And they haven't been able to get uh to get past either what Cincinnati or Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, so it's a big year for them too, or they might have to, you know, start breaking up some of that squad, or maybe they fired a coach. Um, because you just can't get over the hump. But uh, that that game, I'm probably I'm looking more forward to the Monday night game than Sunday. Uh, something though, about the Giants that just bores the shit out of me. Like Daniel Jones? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And I know the head coach is a really good offensive mind, and he's done some good work already with them. 
Yeah. And they could be, they could surprise some people this year. I get that, but I don't know. They're just, to me, they're, it's not like, like back when the giants were with like parcels and stuff, man, you, you were just like this team. I hate this freaking team, but yeah. they were so good. Yeah, like I you mean, hated Phil Sims. I hated after, him. Yeah. But even after parcels, when you had, you know, some of the other coaches there, whether it was, who was the guy? Uh, Fossil. Yeah, Jim Fossil. Jim Fossil pushing all the chips to the center of the table. Yeah, with that Eli guy. Manning. And yeah, you had Eli there to hate, and you had mm-hmm. some other key figures. And but you're right, they, they seem to have lost some teeth. Yeah, I um, like Saquon Barkley. I can't, it's like hard for me to hate oh, he's him. He's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And it, he's hardly ever healthy. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the quarterback is just a, a flat line to me. Yep. You know, he defies my one thing, Harry. You never, you never draft in the first round of the NFL draft um, a, a a player that came from a school that's either more known for academics than football or their basketball team than football. Yeah, you although their football team, the first round, their football team beat Clemson the other night, and that coach uh, has done a tremendous job since uh, he was a rookie coach for them last year, and they won like I think eight for games. Duke. Yeah, for Duke. Yep. Um, that is, of course, where Baldy played his collegiate football he he finished there yes yeah baldy i think was originally initially going to go to the naval academy and something happened with that and then he ended up at like massapequa community college in long island and then from there went to duke and then from from duke to the meat locker yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, colin's got a random question for oh yeah have you ever been to sleepy hollow harry I haven't, but what a golf course. And the mid, the U.S. Mid-Am is, is taking place there this week. And a buddy of mine, uh, John Rusk, is actually participating in that. He qualified for it. Local guy here that, uh, uh, that uh, owns Lulu Country Club. A great spot. There you go. Yeah, so he's up you got to get the Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> you could become the legend of Sleepy Hollow, Harry. They're actually, it's at two courses. There's another course nearby called Fenway. Uh, Fenway and Sleepy Hollow are right up there in that. I believe it's Westchester County, New York, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Just I over think. the Tappan Zee Bridge, Harry. I think that's around where it is. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Um, what do you? Th- what are your thoughts? Uh, early thoughts here on the Eagles game against the Patriots. I, I saw this video tweeted out of Bill Belichick doing about ten minutes on NFL long snapping. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> about wasting a roster spot on a specialty like long snapping and why don't you just train somebody well train the lad how to long snap so you're not using up a specific roster spot for it and he said that's actually a really interesting question and it he is just went on for 10 minutes about it it was great it is kind of an interesting question in fact i never even thought of that but yeah why are you dedicating a roster spot that you know has to be allocated each and every week for just a guy that does that when I always wondered, like, why didn't the, the freaking center do that? Yeah, like, why is it that difficult? I, I don't know. I mean, it's like, you know, obviously you're you're snapping it, what, 10, 10, 15 yards or so. You got to zip I'm that sure that Jason Kelsey could handle it. I would think so, too. And and I don't think the extra down uh, of doing it when you're punting or for a field goal would be that exorbitant. Yeah. Mm. He brings up a good point. Yeah. This Belichick. Yeah, well, he's you pretty, know, Hoodie's always ahead of the curve. Harry. He's pretty smart. Yeah, pretty savvy. Yeah. <laughs> now, the uh, players' I'm, I'm, union, 
might have something to say about that. Well, the roster spot would still be used. But I know, but I mean, now you're, you're taking sort of a specialty player that is no longer needed. Yeah, but our, our world used to be full of specialties, but no longer is. Mm-hmm. Because it's become a world of, you know, stripping down, <clears throat> excuse me, stripping down staffs and having people be do double duty. Yeah, multiple things. Like when I first got into radio, hair, you if you were, uh, you know, the midday guy on a on a rock radio station, you did that. You maybe cut a couple commercials a week. Yeah, and produced them. But you're like Tony Harris. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now like though, voice like, guy and a DJ. Yeah, the midday guy cleans the bathrooms, does the, you know, does all this other stuff, does the web, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all this bullshit. You got to do all these different jobs now. Why they haven't been able to do that with the long snapper though? He's defied the laws of uh, generalized business in this country. Yeah, well, when when professional football starts behaving like radio, we got real issues. Yeah, it's a good point. Okay. All right. I mean, that's a good you know, point. You could be the program director of three different stations now. Yeah, you and, know, and often you, know you are. Yeah, exactly. Multi- yeah, I mean, and, and again, it's impossible because a lot of times those stations are competing against each other. Yeah. I knew it was in trouble when I was at CBS radio and we started to have to run like promos for other stations in the cluster that were after the same audience, the men 25 to 54 demographic. Yeah. I knew, okay, this is a problem. Yeah. When we're running Danny Bonaducci morning show promos on WIP. That was a pro that's when I said, Oh shit. Yeah, they really don't know what they're doing. Oh, for when he was on YSF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He did mornings there when he was out to shake a million hands or something. What was that yeah. promotion that they a were million doing? Handshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an Andy Bloom production. Now they're saying on the on the chat here that uh, <laughs> Belichick and his girlfriend broke up. Is that right? He's yeah, a young thing, right? This Linda Holiday. I don't know how young she is. I mean, she looks to be probably in I would say forties or fifties, maybe. She looks pretty good. Up. She's on walking on the beach with a uh, big old Bill here, probably yeah, out doesn't. in, uh, probably, <laughs> probably in Nantucket. She looks a lot better than Bill. Let's just say exactly that. right. Oh uh, yeah, they <laughs> did break up. I see this one day ago. Oh wow! Well, what did that well, breakup go like? Yeah, <laughs> he's spending a little too much time watching Eagles film. Yeah, she, she just had enough of it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Linda Holiday. Yep, they uh, yeah, they broke up here. It was in uh, page six. Is is she in her forties? Does it give her age? He is seventy one. Wow! And let me see how old she is. They got to say her age in here. I mean, if he's seventy one, they're definitely dumping her age into this article, aren't they? You would think. Maybe Bob Kraft will make younger. If I if I'm Bill, I, I definitely want uh, her age out there. She's sixty. You know, sixty. She, don't she look looks it. tremendous. Yeah, she looks she like does. she's in her late forties. Yeah. In the 60, picture 19, I saw, sixty-three. Yeah. Wait, yeah. She, she was born in sixty-three. Yeah. Wow, she's only two years older than me. Yeah. Wow. Good. Yeah. So would you say she's in my wheelhouse? She, I'm she's 58. definitely I'm a target demographic, Harry. I'm a younger man for her. Yeah. You know? She robbed, she, robbed the cradle. I, I could take her right, you know, the bounce back relationship after Bill, who's 71, 
and super obsessed with football and has no time for her. Then she she comes down to a guy like me who's 58, younger, very super virile. Super obsessed in golf and has no time for her. Exactly right. <laughs> You're just replacing football for golf. What's the right. difference? Right. <laughs> well, I'm not and stuck in some dark room watching film all night. You know, I'd be able to spend time with her at night. For after she makes your sandwich? No, after she makes my sandwich, makes me a couple cocktails. <laughs> yeah. You, know? you got to judge her, Harry, on how good her poor is. Exactly. Yes. Now, you put her through a rigorous testing regime of how how heavy is your poor? Too much cranberry, toots. Make that one. That, <laughs> yeah. that one's for you. <laughs> it's got to be a lot more clear. Right. Am right. I clear? Exactly. Joey B says that. Harry just had an epiphany that she's only two years older than me <laughs> and she's 60. Oh, God damn it. Hold on. I, I have to run over this clock alarm. I have in my studio always goes off at this time. And I don't know how to turn the frigging thing off. Can you hear that? Like white? No, I can't hear anything. It's on some radio station that doesn't exist. So it's just playing crackle sounds. So oh, now I do it. hear it. I do hear it. You hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Go, go ahead. You talk for a second. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll talk. What's more important on an older woman, the poor or the poors? All right, I'm back. <laughs> I, I don't know how to turn this thing off. Oh, man. It's like an old school alarm clock. Right. You know, that yeah. turns on the radio to wake you up. You set it to a station. Well, why is it even on? I don't know. It just went. Uh, like, we just lost unplug power it. And everything reset. Well, I need the clock. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Boulder, Colorado is apparently going crazy because uh, they they have their first home game in the Dion era this weekend against Nebraska. Wow, oh, so they're, they're going to be out there in the RVs. Oh, it's going to be insane. Tailgate. Uh, and I got some people that are going out to that game. They've is that got, right? Yeah, they've got uh, the a niece that goes to Colorado at Boulder. Uh, mm. So they're, they're flying out for this game. So that's Matt Rule. Matt Rule made a serious gaffe in their opening game against Minnesota all that. a week or so ago, right before he botched the time management at the end of the first half. And they ended up with no points. Uh, the quarterback turned the ball over like three or four times in that game. They should have won that game handily against Minnesota. And that was, that was yeah. a bad loss uh, to start the era of Matt rule in Nebraska. Now they come in, they were favored, believe it or not, until Colorado beat TCU. I think Nebraska was like a two-point favorite in this game, which I'm like, how's that possible? Yeah. Nebraska had some great – in the Tom Osborne era had some oh, yeah. great teams. Yeah. Tommy Frazier. You know, they yeah. had some – what was it? Uh, Lawrence Phillips, yeah. the running back. Yeah. Fell up into some trouble, obviously. Some trouble, yeah. Yeah. In prison. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, what did you think of your boy Franklin? James Franklin running up the score, covering the spread in the final couple of seconds, scoring a touchdown against West Virginia. I, I he finally showed he's got a sack. Yeah, like you got to do that in college football. It's unfortunate that you have to mm -hmm. because of the polls and the way things work. Right, but you have to. Yeah. Now he did it with backup players. It was largely second yeah, string he didn't guys. Yeah, starters in. There. in. You know, but he did throw the ball, I believe, on fourth yeah. down to keep possession he could have kicked a field goal there yep right? I, I mean look or taking a knee whatever but <laughs> I, i've always been one of these people you know i don't like seeing teams run it up with their starters mm -hmm. but 
for the people that are in the game that are getting a chance to put something on tape and play, yeah. and you can't just have them hand the ball off because that doesn't do anybody any good. Well, they did do that and they scored. Yeah. <laughs> like but, once they got the first down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but like, look, if you don't want the score to go, then stop them. But yeah. in college sports, that's tough because there's such a disparity between some of these teams. Yeah. You got to you you pummel the teams that you're supposed to pummel. You got to. You know. And it's just and part it, of the system. And until they change the system, I, I don't even know what they could change it to. Yeah. And I guess 31 15 wouldn't have looked as good as 38 to 15, which I think was the final. Yeah. And you, um, and you covered the number. So, yeah. How about that? Imagine all those people, those uh, alumni betting Penn State, and they're sitting there just wringing their hands in that final possession. Then they score. Yeah. And you go, and <laughs> all of a sudden you're cashing. Right. And let's face it, more people have money on the Penn State side than have money on the, on the West Virginia side. What are you, what are you implying? The people well, that are from West Virginia don't, you know, graduate and don't make any money? No, that's not what I'm insinuating. That what the is? true. <laughs> no, no, but what I'm saying is the fandom and the fan base, first of all, people like betting a, a favorite, mm. especially one that's top 10 rated Okay, over a program that's not what it was in West Virginia. Right. That's number one. Well, their move to the Big 12 has really screwed them, yeah. if you ask me. Mm-hmm. They lost all their regional rivals with Pitt. I mean, I, I don't even know. Do they play Pitt anymore? Who knows? And Pitt that was the big one, the backyard brawl. That yeah. was the big one. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Is there any any college games that are popping to you this weekend that you really love? Well, Alabama and Texas this weekend. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a pretty big one. I'm interested to see because that, that quarterback for Alabama, he had, a, like, I think, five touchdowns last week mm-hmm. in his debut for the, for the Crimson Tide. And uh, Texas is rolling in here with some – uh, high offensive octane and expectation. So I'm interested in that game. Uh, I'm trying to think. Delaware goes to Penn State. That's that's nothing. Yeah, my, that's... my friends at Penn State sold those tickets. They were like, we're not even going to that game. Yeah, had I been a student there, I would have sold those suckers too. Yeah, exactly. And rented out the apartment like we used to do. Well, I mean, the Colorado-Nebraska game, I'm interested to see. Yeah. You know, if Dion can, uh, you know, can keep this going, if that was just a fluke or what. Um. And I, you know, I always root for Matt Rule. I'm trying to think here. What what's another game? Temple plays Rutgers this week, I believe, at Rutgers. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of an issue. Rutgers uh, dismantled Northwestern last week, and Temple came back to beat Akron um, in their debut. So, so two one and zero teams going at it there. Yeah, let me see. I'm just scrolling through here. Notre Dame plays North Carolina State. Um. Uh, is that at Notre Dame, Harry? Or is no, that- it, that's in Raleigh. NC State? Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ohio State has Youngstown State. That's kind of like a Delaware-Penn State game. Yeah. Um, be Utah against Baylor. Um, Clemson plays Charleston Southern. Boy, I feel bad for Charleston Southern. Yeah. They're gonna open bad up- timing. They're going to open up a can on them. Yeah. Um, oh, Miami against Texas A&M. Mm. That's a good one. I like Miami's quarterback. Um, let's see. Iowa, Iowa State. That's usually a pretty decent game. And let's see if there's anything else. Nah, it doesn't look like it. Do you like the this, Eagles in the game this Mississippi weekend? Mississippi Tulane. I do, but I think it's going to be close. You do? Yeah, I do. You don't yeah. think it's? I like New England's defense. 
I think you I like think Belichick having this amount of amount of time to think about that. I mean, you, you know, yeah. he's had all summer to yeah. s- to try to you know to figure out what to do mm-hmm. to contain these uh, offensive weapons. Although I did in Collins' uh, survey gave us a survey. Some of the guys that are big on football about who you think the MVP, offensive player of the year, all the kind of, of awards. And I said Jalen Hurts for the MVP. Did you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you like the Eagles to cover the number, the four on the road? Um, it's an interesting number. What's the total? The total in the game is uh, – look here. Let's see if it's – course. Just give Oh, it's 45. It's 45. Do you like the under yeah. there? Um, yeah, I'd probably go under there. Yeah, I would too. The money line is, uh, let's see here, minus 192 for the Eagles. Okay. Yeah, I could easily see that being like a three-point game. I think it's going to be close. Yeah. You know? Um, Everybody's talking about all the other teams in that eastern division of the AFC except New England. Yeah. Nobody talks about New England. Yeah, and that's that's almost amazing Yeah, when you consider who the head coach is still. It is. It really is. The Commanders are a big favorite this weekend. Uh, Seven-point choice over the Cards. Oh, yeah. The Cardinals stink. Yeah. Yeah, they stink. They may, they're, they're trying to figure out a way to get out of the Kyler Murray, Murray business, even though they gave him that contract. They gave him a shit ton. Yeah. yeah. And now already they went out of it. Well, yeah, he's, he's not the guy. Yeah. He's not the guy. Now, what do you think of this Hurricane Lee? I saw as a five, category five in the Atlantic Ocean right now. It's not good. Um, they don't know where it's going. Well, they don't think it's going to come to landfall, though. Is that? Do they think it's just going to sort of keep spinning Bounce around back and, out and yeah. stay out in the sea? From what I, I saw, yeah. I'm I not hope sure so. if that's changed or not. But as someone who's lived through a category five hurricane, oh, Hurricane yeah. Wilma, down in the Yucatan Peninsula, Harry, mm-hmm. God, that's nothing to mess around with. No, it isn't. If it's no, coming it to landfall where you are, get out. Yeah. As Harry right. Mays once said, get out. <laughs> now, now, did you uh, did you get your package this week? I did, yeah. I got that yeah. Shore Boy, yeah, that exact one right there. The Shore now, Boy. Is that, is that a, a water shirt? Yeah, it's kind of like one of those UV shirts. Like keeps you, protects you from the sun, but it's very mm-hmm. lightweight and breathable. And it's got the hoodie on it. Uh, it's good for, you know, being at the pool, being down the shore, whatever. And guess what? My wife intercepted the package before I got it. And she's already hijacked the item. Ah, yeah. Well, that, yep. That'll tend to happen. Yep. Hijacked um, it. Shoreboy.co is the website. Check it out. Yeah, very cool. I I'm, I always wear uh, like a water shirt because, A, I don't want to get anything on the tattoos. Of course. And cover them up. And plus, I'm fair skinned. I'm not. I, ne- I don't tan. Mm-hmm. I burn and peel. burn. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. But the thing that makes that shore boy thing great is it's got a hood for this right. bald head. Right. Yeah, it's perfect for you. Yes. Yeah. It's see. either I got to wear the shore boy with the hood or the bucket hat. There's there's the hood. The dome. Yeah. The, I I wore the bucket hat the last two days to play golf. It's yeah. so freaking hot. And we played over at um, Riverton two days ago. And it was a scorcher, but I didn't even feel it because I had the big bucket hat on and I had like four double vodkas throughout the round. No, oh, man. I wasn't even sweating. You didn't. 
<laughs> you thought it was snowing out. Yes. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I didn't drink and I sweated my ass off. Yeah. Do you know what that means? Sweat. Drink. You didn't. Just yeah. drink, drink your booze. Just keep drinking every time. Exactly. You play. exactly. Well, apparently this weather is going to break for Christ's sake. It's been like <laughs> hot soup out there. Yeah. It's terrible. Like, Yesterday was terrible. Yeah. Like I count down the days to September for the weather to start getting cool. I know. Like I want it like 72 and 52. Right. Like that cross section right now. Right. And like last night it was, or two nights ago at like, it was probably 930 or 10 o'clock at night. It was 84 degrees out still. I know. There's, I'm like, what just, is going on here? It's this relentless. Is ridiculous. Right it is. It's going to be real muggy this weekend. Yeah. I think that's because of the tropical air being forced over by that hurricane, stirring shit up. Yeah, could be. That's probably uh, what it is. Let's tell the people, speaking of tropical air, about the shore and uh, some Fudge Kitchen, Harry. Yeah, the official sponsor. sponsor of Not For Long Media and the OGs podcast. The original Fudge Kitchen, a staple down at the Jersey Shore. Six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. The original Fudge Kitchen makes all of their fudge in the store, guaranteeing a delicious product. So stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. The guys from AGs, Jason was down there this summer, picked up some in the Ocean City location. But if you're not able to visit in person, they ship it across the country. So check out their website, fudgekitchens.com the original fudge kitchen shipping fudge and sweet treats across the usa and joey joey b inquiring how near the escapee locked area area am i i'm miles not even 10 minutes i could get to a road closure yeah from my house right now no, i live just far. across 202 from it so i'm i'm pretty far away yeah you're pre you've got a pretty good distance right but no i mean i i can Jump on 926 in three minutes from my house and be at a road closure in 10. Hmm. So uh, I'm right in the in the thicket, thick of it over here. Uh, the kids' schools have had what's called restricted movement. Their schools have remained open this week, although they did postpone the, the Rustin-Henderson football game last Thursday. They ended up playing it Friday. Mm -hmm. I think realizing this guy's trying to hide, not going to probably come to the football game and run out onto the 50. You know, <laughs> but I'm predicting they get them today. You think today's day. the day? I think today's the day. I said okay. that four days ago and I've said it every day since. I have not been right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he uh, said maybe the escape, he's going to come and pee in my trough. Well, there, there you go. He's going to pee in my driveway, Harry. Yeah. Come up here Absolutely. just to water the garden for me. <laughs> uh, you never know. It could happen. Yeah. Um. Real quick before we wrap up, I just want to send uh, our thoughts out to uh, Hugh Douglas, who lost his son, Hugh. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Um, Car just, accident. Just brutal. Yeah. And, I mean, I can't imagine what Hugh's going through. So uh, our thoughts are with Hugh, his family, and um, trying to get through the, something that's probably impossible to get through. So one of the Yeah, I, I saw, uh, you know, he's tweeting out pictures, like old pictures you know, from when his son was a young boy, you know, through yeah. his entire life up into college. He was going to college down in Georgia Morehouse. somewhere, Morehouse College, I believe. Yep. And uh, yeah, he and another uh, student, I think there were the two guys that, oh, they were roommates. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's just okay. horrifying. Yeah. Um, and we love Hugh. Yeah. He was a great so, guy. So our that was awful. Guested on this podcast before. He's a great guy. So yep. 
uh, all the best to Hugh and uh, prayers to his family and, and everybody close. So yeah. uh, let's wrap it up there, Harry. That's episode 73. We'll be back next week with another brand new one. We'll see how the Eagles did this week. Wait a second. Uh, you, you just, you just t- took control there and st- just ramrod. Since Joey brought up, I have to take a leak now. Uh, <laughs> September is World Alzheimer's Month, and I'm going to be uh, supporting the EBOD Foundation, E-B-O-D, uh, in their fight against Alzheimer's disease at a golf outing this Monday at Huntington Valley. Uh, EBODfoundation.com, they do great work with uh, all kinds of dementia, Alzheimer's, and veterans. They also assist in a lot of veterans projects. So it's a good organization. I'm proud to be uh, supporting it this Monday and just wanted to put that out there. Awesome. People yeah. can go to ebod.com. Ebodfoundation.com. Ebodfoundation.com. Yes. There, learn more information about how you can help as well. Uh, there it is. Episode 73 of the Oddgees podcast. We'll talk to everybody next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the football. Say Christmas